Cheers. Cheers. Welcome, everybody, to part two of Princess and the Queen, but not the book review. <laughs> Coming fresh off a rewatch. I really liked it. I had a good time watching it. Just it, it's I don't know why it's always better to me on a second viewing. Yeah, it, it is. Just the momentum of a Sunday night and uh, having to pay attention to so many things feels less good than a patient rewatch of it a second time. I don't know if that's an indoctrination of how it's made or of myself, but let us know if. How do you feel? Do you feel that it's way? It's the subtitles. We watch. We watch round two I on, think with that, subtitles that might be it too. because there's so many little back yeah. and forths that we don't pick up on on night one. Mm-hmm. So many quips and clever things that when you're taking notes or when we're watching for like big picture kind of conversation, I think it's harder to pick up on some of those more subtle interactions mm-hmm. between folks, and so. I definitely agree with you. What, also, my with, with TV what? is bigger than yours. That's so, true. You know, <laughs> very true. <laughs> what does that have to do? With that has a lot everything? to do with it. I think. Um, what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you mean though about the uh, the subtitles? What were you trying to say? That it's easier to pick up on because you're reading the dialogue, which I think is really annoying when you're watching it the first time for the whole vibes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I find it useful. And I'm one of those annoying people that like like subtitles. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I find it useful to be reading word for word what they're saying. Because whether it's the way they say it, they're, they're mumbling or they're... The music. Yeah, there's lots of different things that if could be happening. talking in the room or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes to be able to understand some of the jokes or even just some of, some of the subtleties. And I'm trying to think of a specific example. Well, for me in this episode, when Viserys was talking to Allison pretty early in the episode, he was saying that it was something that she was toying about with, mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. Rhaenyra and Harwin. And I definitely didn't pick that line up on the first time I watched it. Right. But I heard it, but I didn't process it as well as reading it. Obviously, there's more retention in reading the text. At least that's how my brain works. But um, I really don't like watching it that way. Just a quarter, or sorry, a third of the screen, really. Let's call it a quarter, <laughs> having the words brilliantly written out. It's like having a sign language person in the bottom right of the screen the totally, whole time. Totally, right, right. Which I get it, but I personally would just rather see the thing that they made sure. for themselves the whole I got time. into it when I started watching Love Island, and I needed the title. That like makes the, a lot the, of sense. <laughs> like, I don't Island. understand what they're I'm, saying. I'm buzzing. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm buzzing right now. Honestly, I'm buzzing <laughs> off of watching that episode. So. I am too. And Yeah. The rewatchability continues to be, like you're saying, it's almost a better experience the second time I around. I liked it better this time. I love rewatching yeah. the episodes. Yeah. It's such a great thing that yeah. that's happening. I mean, I just, I'm having a good time. I would watch it for a third time back to back. I think that. Well, then. <laughs> well, this episode was filled. I think I have kind of two overarching thoughts, and then I think I cut you off. So I want you to. It's fine. Go on. Yours. We're just hanging out. <laughs> I think that this episode had. Once again, so many amazing small interactions between these characters, which as we're being reintroduced, I think another thing that was helpful is the shock of having these new characters was lessened a little bit because we were expecting it. And so the first time we watched the episode on Sunday, I was really trying to reorient myself with these new people. Do I even like them? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we that was one of our questions this week, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I think that that was a big adjustment for better, for worse, mm. for a lot of us. And so on the second time, I'm already ready for that. I already know what the vibes are. I'm already excited about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not having to make that adjustment. And mm-hmm. so we can sink into these conversations with 
it's been a week. I'm familiar with these guys now, right. you know? It seems like the overall takeaway from all of you listening to the podcast is that this, um, it wasn't recasting because they cast these actresses, um, Rainier and Allison specifically, first. First, yeah. And so it's not a recasting, but to all of us, it's the order of us being introduced to it. And f- it seems to me like fans of the series that are online people love it and want to mm-hmm. come out in support of the new actresses, which rules. And in my personal life, it's a little bit more wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Folks that I know really miss the older actors or the younger actresses. And um, they feel like they miss them, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what better way to say it. I, I've, no, one's, no one's said anything bad, but I think that it is it is quite a shock for a lot of people. Definitely. But considering how usually... Um, kind of hardcore we all are at judging what these tv shows and movies are doing especially when it's not a one-time thing like a movie or a sequel to a movie that you need to wait three years for but a tv series that we're all sort of used to it being chronological and it comes out every year and every year there's basically 10 movies so we have a lot to feel familiar with and we've all been watching prestige tv now for Mm -hmm. like 12 years so everyone's got their review we're all critics at home (laughs) and so we're all watching it going hmm i don't know what they did there it seems for the the sake of how large of a thing they're trying to pull off with Hot D, that it's gone over pretty swimmingly. And for me on the second watch, like I said, my biggest takeaway from seeing the episode was just thinking about how well-written it was. Yes, yeah. Just thinking about how well-written it was. I felt really comfortable in all the places in Planetos, and I felt the actors really live there. And um, when you come from a perspective of being people that know the actual story from from Fire and Blood, I'm just sort of impressed. I'm I'm not sort of, I'm definitely impressed of how they were able to make these moments feel like they were real, even though it wasn't really provided in the text necessarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's subtext that you're supposed to gather from it. And so we've talked about this before, three, four weeks ago, probably a lot longer. Now we're on episode six, so it was a lot longer ago when we were actually reviewing Fire and Blood for the podcast that um, it was going to be a challenge how well they were able to grasp all those things. And it seems like that grasping is just so far ahead of anything that I could have thought about or felt about. So I'm being told about it, which is ideally for all of us that are in our living rooms being critics. I think that that's the, that's the ideal scenario. We don't want to feel like there's something that they missed. Right. And it doesn't feel that way. I just feel impressed when I watch it. It's just a good way to deliver that style of book for us so far and to sum up all the points that really move the story of fire and blood and the history of these targaryens at this time forward in the way that it would make sense on tv even with all the jumps and stuff i'm actually really glad that they're able to do that because we're not sacrificing progress for fear of being too quick or too shaky for people especially in the first season Mm -hmm. when they have to earn back our trust Mm -hmm. it's a pretty big ask i think but um I just, I really like it. That was that was my takeaway. I'm really liking it, and I, I hope that the rest of the season is as good. I mean, it's only gotten better, in my opinion, I think, week by week. And so, shown by the fact that more people are watching week over week, there hasn't been a drop-off as significantly as maybe we would expect if it sucked, to be honest. But um, one of our questions this week was about that recast, is how we called it, and... The time jump. And you are saying that it felt natural and it felt... Well, it was definitely shocking. Yeah. Because there are different human beings that are playing these characters sure. and not everyone was recast, so it feels a little bit heavy-handed. Yeah. 
but they were also the focus of the series before, so it would make more sense. Mm-hmm. And they were also so, supposed to be way younger than folks before. Right. So it makes sense. Right. Yeah. We had a... Um, my favorite response to that question was Lord Commander Thompson said, Allison is so similar, I didn't realize it was a different actor <laughs> at first. <laughs> Not so much with Rhaenyra. <laughs> but something that I was kind of thinking about um, as you were talking about just the your viewing experience. So... Um, at Jamie's Girls GOT wrote to us, I feel like Allison changed a ton during the time jump, which I didn't expect to be so sudden. Perhaps I should as a fire and blood reader, but it seemed like the show was being more sympathetic to Allison in episodes one through five. <laughs> Loved all four actors, so no complaints. <laughs> I'm with you on that, Jamie's Girl. I think that it's, I mean, it's just been wishy-washy at all because at first it was really Renera who wanted more of Allison. Mm-hmm. And now Allison wants more of Renera. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not for the same reasons. It's actually for a really bad reason. And uh, saying that the show is more sympathetic toward her, I think, makes makes a lot of sense because I think she was more sympathetic. She was just more sympathetic. My, I, we've been, We talked a lot about the uh, potential... Uh, texture that was given about Alicent that might make people who've read Fire and Blood go, hmm, the show's right. nice. It's offering more subtext, and maybe I didn't fully appreciate the figurative landscape that George was laying out in front of me, and maybe I didn't come up with the right idea to think about it. Maybe I was specifically biased toward cool, fiery Targaryens mm-hmm. instead of people that were playing at court. Mm-hmm. And when you see them humanly portrayed from very pretty people, it's like, hmm, I'm going to listen to what you have to say and consider a little bit more. <laughs> right. But in this episode, my I think I wrote down, I, I did a second set of notes for this, and it was I, I said something like, does anyone like the greens? How can I like, how can I like Allison after how much I did not like Allison mm-hmm. in this episode? Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. that you say that because I felt a little bit more sympathetic towards Allison in this episode Please than I did the first me. time I watched Please it. Explain. Because on Sunday night I was pretty anti Allison. Okay. And I'm still I, I like would, that movement. I'm still I would call myself more so sympathetic to the black side for sure. But I think that Allison makes a lot of really good points in this episode. Who Yeah. She Somebody used this term. I can't remember who online on Twitter used this term of like Allison's essentially being like gaslit into. They said that on the uh, review. Oh, did they? Right. I can't remember where exactly where it's from, either. but they were talking about Allison. That was in the after. It's like episode. basically being gaslit into being like, no, these are the these are Valerian kids. Sure, but it's and not. She's like, continue. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm ready to go to war. Yeah, I'm ready to fight. Sure, already. but I think that okay, and then you know she's kind of looking around like, are, is anybody? seeing what I'm seeing and she's having this conversation with Kristen she's like is anybody seeing what I'm seeing I really liked the moment when Viserys is holding the baby uh, Joffrey for the first time mm-hmm. and Allison he's like he has his father's nose and Allison's just like looking around yeah. like her eyes are dark like what is that you know she's like what is going on I get it there I I'll give you that I sympathize with her in that scene for sure in that scene yeah. and I sympathize with her okay I have two opinions but I, that's one too I, many. Actually, that's two too many, I honestly. I sympathize with her because she, and we talked about this on Sunday, she played the part in every way that she was supposed to play. And she followed the rules and she did all the stuff she was supposed to do. And Rhaenyra's just blatantly getting away with these wild well, choices. Rhaenyra's Rhaenyra, though. It was always like that. I know, but I think that especially as Alicent is continued to force to play by the rules and Rhaenyra continues to just so blatantly yeah. wave it in her face that mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. 
extremely frustrating. On the other hand, mm-hmm. Alicent has a very heavy hand in everything that Viserys is doing. She's mm-hmm. very obviously driving the ship there in the small council, in any sort of conversation that Viserys is even having outside of the um, small council. Mm-hmm. And so I think she definitely... Or his playroom. Right. <laughs> Which like just official conversation. It's like bigger and bigger. <laughs> it does little. get bigger and bigger, yeah. Oh, shout out to Eddard, by the way. It's our first Eddard so far, I, mm, I believe, in nice. the prequel universe. Anyway, she I I I would agree that I don't really she's not my fave. But I had a little bit more sympathy with her this watch around simply because maybe I'm just really frustrated with how Rainera is handling everything. And so mm. um I have a little more sympathy towards her. I mean, I get that, I, especially in the person-to-person. I mean, I can't remember how many serving folks were there, but let's be honest, with all the walking and talking that's happened in this, we're, we're like, wing. everyone's thinking, where is Laris getting all right. this info? Exactly. I don't know. Maybe from the 15 people that are constantly surrounding them as they're walking through hallways mm-hmm. made of stone, mm-hmm. that sound has no <laughs> choice but to echo off of. Maybe it's not that deep. I don't know. But um, I, I see what you're saying, but... With Rhaenyra and Harwin and Lenor, Rhaenyra never wanted to marry Lenor. Lenor mm-hmm. never wanted to marry Rhaenyra. Lenor prefers the company of men. And that's the person he would rather spend his time with. And I don't even think he's interested in having kids necessarily. They were they were all politically put into this situation. The same as Alicent. But it's not Rhaenyra's fault that she made her life easier outside of that. It is her fault, though. But, but Right, but it's not... It's not it, it's Allison's fault that she didn't do it herself. Sure. Yeah. But it's also Rainier's responsibility as Viserys was trying to beat into her head. Mm-hmm. It's Rainier's, Rainier's, Rainier's responsibility to rise above. Like, her, but she is. She, no, she's not. She's has three bastards yeah, that are but, supposed to take uh, the throne. Yeah, but no one cares. Everybody cares. <laughs> well, it, it seems like Allison's <laughs> the one don't who even really look, cares. Well, because they don't even look like Targaryens. Yeah, but... Who, yeah, but so? 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's it, messed up that they have to do all that in the first place. So what? Someone figured out how to, how to like, wiggle it a little bit in their favor. Yeah, but... And I, I agree, but I just think that because Rhaenyra's claim is already so shaky, she's just not doing herself any favors. I completely agree, but at the same time, the king's not mad about it, and most other people aren't tearing down the walls about it. It just seems that Allison is the one that's really mad about it. And we understand why. She's had a different life than Rhaenyra, and uh, it hasn't had as much lateral movement possibility, potential, as it has been for Rhaenyra, and that makes sense. But Rhaenyra was also born a Targaryen from the king. So I don't know if why she would expect to have the exact same treatment in this world. Of course they're not going to have the same treatment. Yeah. But I just think that it's a little too flippant of Rhaenyra to... Oh, it's totally flippant and you know, stupid. It's it's not a but good... But Lenore's not mad about it. No, no one's really getting hurt. Personally. The, the personal people that matter. Of course. That's why it, it's annoying to me that it's such a problem for someone that, air quotes, it's none of their business. Because because Rhaenyra's the heir to the throne, everything is yeah, but other wh- people's so, business. Okay, but so what? She'll do a good job. She's... Look at her at the small council. She's pragmatic. She is thinking about their actual resources. She's thinking about the long-term effect of not using those resources, even though it seems right now like money is the better option. And I think that anyone with a good bucket full of common sense knows that letting that old triarchy come back is a really bad <laughs> idea. But that seemingly has happened. And it also seemingly happened the first time. And right. then it was handled pretty much outside of 
uh, outside of the throne room. It was handled mostly by v- the Valerians and Damon. And the fact that those people didn't have very good technology in the first place. I mean, they're not really a threat to the throne necessarily, but it is something that sucks. And they could have put the extra money there. Totally. They could have. So totally. clearly she's not, she, it's not that she's not even a mess is what I'm saying. She's a mess because her kids don't look like her husband, but her husband doesn't even want to have kids with her. So yeah, it's, but, no one's really getting hurt is the thing. Sure. Which I, I agree with, but it's like Viserys was telling Rhaenyra before, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Rhaenyra is a woman in this time. Sure. And unfortunately, that means that Rhaenyra has to adhere to like certain things. And I think that as the heir to the throne, something that... That's what makes it tough. So yeah. much of she this... she has power. Because she has power. And so... She's the next in line. Rhaenyra, her womanhood is like continually to betray... Continuously betraying council, her. Uh, that was so heavy-handed. At the small council, even just with this whole question of secession. And, you know, Rhaenyra argued in the episode's leading up to this why can't i do what you did you know why can't i have the same freedom that you as a man have which is a great argument and is a fair thing but i think that i to allison's point that i sympathize with is like rainer also doesn't okay allison obviously is a little bit more malicious in her anger of this because she wants her kid to be the king but um, <laughs> he looks like a king, though. You, you know are the mean? problem. Yeah. <laughs> but Rhaenyra could have buttoned up her affairs a little bit tighter. Listen, you're totally right, but Allison's not being a very good ally. Yeah, to but breaking Rhaenyra, an already bullshit system. She's just... literally living in the middle of the system. She has to sleep with that guy, and his arms falling. Off. His arm fell off. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a lot of things falling off his body. You think that she would be the most sympathetic? But Rhaenyra could have had one kid with Lanor. personal One now. kid with That's Lanor. what it is. Let's just say, it. let's call a spade a spade. It's personal now. It is personal, for sure. It's personal. She's really jealous and annoyed at Rhaenyra always. And Rhaenyra has been the one to actually, like a grown-up, let it go. It's probably easier to say because she's got a more fun situation exactly, for sure. Exactly, exactly. But still, she's the one that really liked Alicent before. Right, right. She's the one that felt originally betrayed. But at the same time, Allison didn't owe her anything because Rhaenyra was the princess and she was supposed to spend time with her. And she didn't have the same feelings that Rhaenyra had for her. And uh, that see, the, see that little parting was smooth mm-hmm. for both of them. Mm-hmm. But there's just a little bit extra, starting with the Damon th- stuff that happened in, I think, episode four. And then Kristen doesn't help the situation. Let's not even talk about him. <laughs> okay. He's blacklisted <laughs> from this podcast from now on. Christy Nicole. <laughs> Jeez, what a what a not good friend to have. Just saying everything back to you that you're saying, mirroring right. it perfectly, not having a good idea. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. It's just it's personal, and let's just call it what it is. Instead of it being her looking for some kind of moral obligation, she was she was saying to Laris, "I really hope that honor and justice prevails in the end." Mm-hmm. But I think that <laughs> it's like the argument I was trying to say. It is a personal situation, but unfortunately, the people who are involved are the ones in charge. And so it's kind of like when you're a celeb and like people are going to know about where you are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you you give up certain privileges. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to behave a certain way to adhere to it. Yeah, that's I mean, what responsibility do we have other than what we say is responsible for us to do? And the king seems okay with it. So the fact that you're not going, you're not joining hands like Viserys says you should means you're not a good ally. It's what we're all trying to do. Sure, of course. Lanor's got his own life. Rhaenyra's got her own life. Those kids now have their own life. And you single-handedly are trying to fuck it all up for them because you're mad. 
That's not being a good friend. Even if you think you're right, even if you're not friends with her, just be chill. Mm-hmm. But she's but not totally. chill. Stop talking about it loudly in the hallway. Yes. And do you guys not see this? Right. Bring right. the baby to me. Look, it's pure white. Right. It's pure white and the hair is brown. Aha. It's just your vibe is so off. For it could what? Be, For what? It could be handled in a much more better way <laughs> much more but she could handle it more subtly i think for sure but i think that you know viserys the conversation she's having with viserys is he forbade her from talking about it before and so i think it's just been stewing good instead of them <laughs> being able to get it out in the open no you're right it's just stewing. No, you're right about that but then at the same sure. time allison is getting mad at Aegon because he's not keeping it in the family and she's like we yeah, need to keep he, our she was like i heard you're family. friends with veneer's kids he's yeah. like yeah we played a joke she's right. like you can't play a joke on one of your brothers with them right he's like but i thought that was the whole point of right. us training exactly. together <laughs> exactly. she's like we need to keep it in the family she's like, no actually that's not the point the mm-hmm. point is we fucking hate them and mm-hmm. you hate them more than anyone and you're gonna be king and that's why she's not annoyed by anything that he does Because she's all business. Mm -hmm. All business. Why is that cool? Does anyone like the greens? They do. So we asked question one that we asked this week. Does anyone like the greens outside of the boudoir photo shoots? (laughs) Seriously. Outside of that, does anyone like the greens? 14%. Okay, so we had, I tallied the votes. We had quite a few votes. I feel like you're Julie Chen right now. I know. (laughs) America voted tonight. House guests. Hey, Julie. You look great, by the way. Who are we trying to vote out? Who, okay, question one. Who were you least annoyed with, Allison or Rhaenyra? Based on the show so far, who do you side with? So who do you side with? Okay. 83% of mm-hmm. respondents right. voted to side with Rhaenyra. So I think the majority Told of you, people— Told you, George! <laughs> the majority of people are on Team Blacks. 14% said Allison, Team Green, and two, 3%, sorry, said neither— um, I really like what Sixes and Seven Sept said on, sorry, I just butchered that, on Instagram said, neither, I don't need a side to enjoy it, which, mm. great argument. That's fair, but that's not what we asked. Exactly. <laughs> Smarty pants. <laughs> um, so we had some a few responses, 3% that said that, but 83% overwhelmingly are with Rainier on okay. this. On this. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously so. Obviously so. And I think that it's like we were saying earlier, episodes one through five definitely were a little bit more sympathetic towards Allison. Me too. And so I think that's one of the things that was so jarring to me with the time jump is that Mm. I felt like all of a sudden we were Mm -hmm. supposed to hate Allison. It's like, wait a second, I -hmm. I don't really hate her yet. Well, I think, wouldn't the the better way to say that be all of a sudden Allison is not being fair at all? I think her most fair and reminiscent moment was when she reacted to Laris negatively and said, that's not what I want. Right, There was a shadow of someone that doesn't want people to just hurt in there. Exactly. But it's clear that she wants Rhaenyra to hurt. She made her hurt. She wanted to take her baby away from her the second she gave birth to her. I know. And where She's a bad guy. But we she was That's a bad guy thing. She wasn't a bad guy in episode five. Not even at all. And so no. we we missed there's a couple things. We missed that Allison's bitterness growing. Mm-hmm. I think that in large part has to do with the fact that she probably feels like she has no allies. And we missed Rainer and Harwin's relationship, which I feel a little bit sad about that, just because what? there's some sweetness. They just they just have this little like, if sh- <laughs> you're giving me a look that I don't like. What, what, what are you sad about missing? <laughs> what, did you, what did you want to see play out on screen? Exactly? The romance. Uh, Leave me yes, alone. The romance. Uh. It's like you were saying, Harwin, Rainera, 
Lenore, they got a little, they got a little agreement going They're on. They're cool. It works. They're cool. It works great for everybody involved. It's not that complicated. It's just people that are nice to each right. other. That's Unfortunately, all. Unfortunately, Rhaenyra is the next in line. So it just, it it does complicate things. Yeah. But so I let's call a spade a spade. Right. Why is it a problem that she's next in line? Because I'm mad at her and I want to take what she has. I want to take it. She doesn't even necessarily want it for herself, I don't think. She wants to just take it from Rhaenyra. And she's putting her children in line for that. That's fucked up. That's really fucked up. She's like, you are the problem. Aegon didn't care. You know, honestly, Aegon seems like a pretty decent lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? I know. He's like, who cares? He's soaking <laughs> up the fact that his life has got such thick walls. Mm-hmm. And if he gets cold, someone brings a fire in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. all good. Mm-hmm. It's, it, and I really liked Luke Jace, uh, Aegon, and uh, his two other brothers, uh, Amond, and I forget, was there a third one? Luke, Jace, and we still Joffrey. Need Daron. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, Aegon, Aemond, Helena. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, seemed like they all had a good time mm-hmm. together. They do. I mean, that was even more than we got from FAB. Well, I really, I really enjoyed that. Once I, again, it's it the could adults. be cool. It's the and adults could, intervening. That's the thing. They could all have dragons. Mm-hmm. They could all go to Pentos. They could go to Bravos. They could go to any of the free cities. They could travel the world. They could all go to Old Valyria together and have a little family vacation, mm-hmm. and they'd be fine because there'd be like nine dragons, and right. it'd be like, whoa, we're having a good time. That's the joining hands. That's the vision that Viserys sees. That's what he sees when he's talking to Lionel when they're out in the yard. This is the stuff. <laughs> this is what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But instead, we're mad at each other. Yeah. And it's not weird, really. It's only a couple people. And I don't know. We didn't see Allison give birth to all of her kids. She's a human being, too, even though she makes weird decisions. So I know she's had struggle. And being not really forced into a marriage, but basically being forced to carry out that marriage, even though it's not... As her, as she grew up and changed, and as her life changed around her, obviously she didn't want to stay married to this guy. Although I would argue Viserys is probably one of the more charming lads. For sure, and he's hilarious. But he's literally turning into a pile of scab. He's also old, though. Yeah, there's that, too. I don't know. Some people like that. I don't think that's what I was His hair likes. is so stringy. I saw someone post, I can't remember who, <laughs> online, but they, they posted a picture <laughs> of Viserys walking into the room being happy about... Uh, the new, the new birth, uh, Joffrey's birth, and, he, and it said the original White Walker or the first White Walker. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. There's a picture that's been circulating. It's like a little bit blurry, and his smile yeah. is like very yeah. yeah, It's really good. And he looks like the long-haired White Walker. He you really know, the does. one who's always looking around. Because their hair is exactly the same. I know. I bet it's the same wig and everything. It might be, so, Yeah, actually. we could reuse this one. Don't reuse the wigs <laughs> from show to show, please. Don't do that. My question is... Could Viserys be doing something more? Yeah, for sure. He could, and what he could, should he be doing? He could exile Alicent. Kristen. Or he could exile Kristen. No, you got to exile Alicent. That's what I, I was thinking when I was watching this. When's someone just going to put her to the torch? <laughs> he likes it, though. He's like, first he's mad that she's making him, he, she's fussing over him. And then she's like, he's like, wait a second, yeah. aren't you going to help me? <laughs> yeah, that was such good writing with him and Lionel. He's like, I'm very looked after. That was also nice. Gonna miss anything. Another anyway. <laughs> really amazing Viserys moment with Allison is when Allison is really mad about the pink dread thing, and she comes in and she's like, "The kids are being mean to each other." And Viserys says, <laughs> "He's like, what's the big deal?" Um, Aemon thought 
that they happened oh, upon yeah. some untamed <laughs> wild, wild dragon, dragon and yeah. lured it into the dragon yeah, pit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that they like, did. He's like, why is Eamon believing that there was Honestly, even a dragon? that's a microcosm of this whole thing. Allison, you think, you think, and you're, and you're pretending like this is something that you so totally believe in, but it's so easy to see through. And that's why someone like Laris is taking advantage of this whole situation. Well, and he literally says at the end of the episode, what are children but a weakness? Mm-hmm. And children are the weakness of every single person. Viserys is turning a blind eye to Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Allison is turning a blind eye to her own kids. All of them, children are the weakness, and the same thing was with Jaharis. Killed by trying to give birth to birth a child. To a too. child, but you know, Jaharis had the same issue with his kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, your children are your they're they're too, the variables start spreading out too much, and obviously, you're all good by yourself, you and your wife or whoever. You guys are having a great time. You can't do that thing that brought a kid into the world with a kid in the room. It just right. speaks for itself. It literally, <laughs> yeah, it speaks for itself. Obviously, kids are going to be some more texture and contrast. Sure, but they're also... But Rainier seems to be doing a good job. Rainier's being a great mom. But that's the thing. Even though her situation's messed up, it's not that rocky. That's that's what I'm saying. Keep your chill, Allison, and you can have the same thing. Right. Unfortunately... Rainer is a woman in a place where most people I I would be curious to hear what somebody says. I think it's Allison's like or Rainera. They're like people are talking in the hallways. Everyone's talking about I saw it this. in the subtitles. Yeah. By the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Um that's part of the reason why Rainera leaves, is because she's sick of people talking about it. But it was brought up a couple other times before. And so we heard in the episode when Rainera and Damon were out in the streets doing their thing what the normal people were thinking about the whole situation. And most of them were thinking that Rhaenyra was silly. Yeah. So I can only imagine that that thought has probably You're right. grown. You're right. So yeah. that's why it's I'm such a dangerous yeah. thing. I'm forgetting how much people at that time are uh, really misogynist in the actual way Unfortunately, that that word's used. Yeah. Not, not a light version, but they actually just think they're useless and exactly. just wombs and Which blah, is the blah, unfortunate blah. thing. And so that's why Rhaenyra needs to be a little bit more buttoned up. You're right, but it's, I think, hard for someone that hasn't had to struggle with what it is to be a woman in that world the way that other women in the world has to really see it that way. Of course, Because yeah. she's been a princess the whole time. Of and course. The apple of, of her father's eye. So she's just turned into the, the person that she is. She just so happens to be like this and it's not particularly feminine and uh it also she's just really smart and i think that a lot of people at this time and whatever period that we're going to assume if you're going to sort of like compare it to our real life history they probably just assume that women aren't that smart but it just so happens that she is and so is allison they're Mm -hmm. both really sharp and it doesn't matter if they have a dick or not they're both just really sharp and they're trying to play within the confines and structures of how women work into this power structure and who can have a voice when and where and not. And Viserys kind of put the kibosh on that question when he named her successor. And in the show, it hasn't been challenged or taken away. They still very obviously, even during small council, which is official and on the record, talk about when I take power. Exactly. And then my yeah. sons take power. So it, it makes total sense for Rhaenyra to be this kind of this kind of uh, person in command of who they are, man or woman, it doesn't matter. If you're not stupid, this is how you talk. Exactly. But I think it's part of the lesson Damon was trying to teach her when he brought her out into the world. What's that? That not everybody is going to... You can be the smartest person in the room, but you're still going to be... Yeah, you're still going to... I mean, he's not the... He 
removed himself from the well, narrative. So he's not, play, the, yeah. yeah, you know, so, but, but he's like, honestly, there's no, there's no use. There's too many dumb people here right. to, to gauge and make any kind of long-term plan for all this. There's too many dumb people. Someone like Alicent can, I'm not going to talk about it. We have more episodes left, but it seems like dumb people with power do fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> But that's how I feel. I just I'm Team Rhaenyra because I know that it's it's wiggly what she's doing, but it's all based on real life nice feelings. Exactly. And that's that's what we should all be doing. Real life nice feelings, not just taking advantage and gaming over situations that we can. That's Laris Strong. I really like You what- guys want to be like Laris? Right. Does does anyone watching this show want to be like Laris? Really? If you do, then maybe watch it again. Or watch the old Game of Thrones and see how that worked out for a lot of exactly, those people. Exactly, exactly. A lot of people were comparing him to Littlefinger in our question three about Laris. Before we talk more about Laris, though, because that was our third question, I wanted to say, um, read something that John Mack wrote to us about Rhaenyra. And he said, he's least, Rain- or John Mack's least annoyed with Rhaenyra. And says, she tried to make peace and Allison rejected. Allison has become obsessed, too paranoid with ruining Rhaenyra and crowning Aegon. She rejected the proposal that would have guaranteed peace and safety for her kids. She basically decided, I want the throne of bloodshed. So that's exactly kind of... But why? Not because she wants the throne, but because she doesn't want Rhaenyra Rhaenyra to have it. it. Jeez, girl. And I think that especially with... She's like, I'm not going to have my only daughter marry somebody who's so plain-faced. I get that. If if the bastardry thing really is an issue... I probably wouldn't, you know what I mean? Right, I get it. Yeah, it's like she she could still be an ally like we're talking about to Rhaenyra's whole thing and not want to marry her kid to an unofficial Targaryen (laughs) or unofficial Valerian. But it's her third daughter, or it's her second daughter, wait, yeah, her third kid. Her first daughter, her third kid, you know. I get it. I get it. It, it, I don't know what I would do in that situation, but I totally get that. That makes total sense to me. But it also would have made things better. But that's not the game she's been playing. Exactly. I was not annoyed by that. That checked out. No, I I agree. I was like, Allison, (laughs) I get that. Right. I get it. Even though my daughter's a little bit of a weirdo. But I think that that's something. Allison is obsessed and paranoid. And just, it's driven her to the point of of being sloppy. But I would also agree that Rhaenyra is being a little bit sloppy. The thing that I, to go back to your point about Laris, that I like so much about Laris is that he is so... In a TV show filled with gray area, he is such a black and white bad guy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he's just very explicitly the bad guy, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of a fun piece to throw into this really gray situation. Because for so many episodes, no one's been the bad guy. But now we get this person who's snaking their way in and who is very obviously just trying to climb the ladder and get some for his own to the point where he kills his family. And they're good dudes. And then holds it over... Allison's head and they're good I don't get the impression they were ever mean to him for having a handicap I don't think so either you do what you do the best with what you can and you can only make fight like Harwin so what can you do exactly and you can only make assumptions based on the time you know we're having all these but also their personalities do you think that they were shit to him Oh, not the family. To Talera specifically I don't think think so those two maybe he had a, a bone to pick Lionel seems so he seems like a pretty straightforward and uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, he's a nice guy. Like, he fair. seems to be fair. It's, yeah. it's like Viserra said to him, you've given me the most. For all these years, basically everything you've said has not been colored with your own personal 
wishes for things to turn out in a exactly. certain way. He's a fair guy. He treats Harwin pretty fairly. He turns a blind eye until he literally can't anymore. And so I can't imagine that he would be, at least by his family, put down on because of his disability in this situation so how we have we met a character in got that's like that's that bad that's what i'm saying in a long time that's what i'm saying that's pretty bad it's like bolton kind of behavior sure but i mean but like lionel and harwin if we're to imagine that they've been the guys that they are to him i mean that's a that's that's rough yeah but think about that's some urons some potential even urons (laughs) <laughs> Even Euron's family are ultimately Greyjoys. Exactly. Taking salt wives. Exactly. So I understand not wanting to be to be Vic's Jesus, you uh-huh. know, because Vic yeah. is Vic. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I I sort of get that. And and honestly, when your other brother is drinking salt water and fashioning <laughs> yeah. himself some kind exactly. of profit, it's like drowning himself over yeah, and over again. <laughs> it all kind of makes there's all these different seaweed in his hair and shit. It, mm-hmm. it all makes total sense, but this guy to do it to those guys. I think it That's plays rough. into this broad I think it plays into this other piece that Rainer and Allison are dealing with is that when you are in this era not the firstborn and not the perfect model of kingliness you're going to have a chip on your shoulder and I think people around you could potentially pressure you into feeling many of the things he was feeling could be completely self assumed and so i can't fight like my brother can and i'm not the firstborn wait right i'm assuming i don't yeah yeah that's yeah. okay no Couldn't, harwin would be the one the, to take over heron Exa- exactly right, right duh anyway i'm not going to take over heron hall so how can i be useful to my family and probably pretend- or to myself let's just say well it. Just, right just say it so how can well that's what it turned into very yeah. obviously it's like how where is my part to play mm-hmm. i i can listen really well i'm well, I can't run, so I have to listen. <laughs> I can listen well. I've got my little network of people. This is what I can do. I have a big move that I can add to my resume and force Allison's hand when I need a favor from the queen. I mean, it was a, a savage and brilliant move that he made. But to kill his dad and his brother... <laughs> I guess right now we can talk about the book. So in Fire and Blood, there is a question of how this happened, whether it's Damon, whether it's Viserys himself that tried to get rid of this whole situation. Laris isn't ever really a contender. And so I don't know about the real canon, how this all fits. But I really like it, though. Me too. I like that it's not Damon just trying to get to Rhaenyra. Me too. Because this Damon being separated, like he was an FAB, being um, a free city tour. And um, trying to remove himself from the whole situation respectfully, or even even if he was mad, the way that he removed himself from from it would be respectfully because he's not constantly putting his stink on the rest of the stuff that everyone else is doing. When I read it, I thought it was Damon, just because Damon is, is such a dick yeah. in the book, yeah. you know. And he, I mean, he killed his wife. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did that like last episode. Exactly. But we're all we all really like how much he's a father. He touches Lana's stomach, and all is forgiven. Right. He's so domesticated now. <laughs> for real. For real. Man, that's that that is again, I mean we I'm sitting here bemoaning Allison, but Damon's way worse. Well, yes. I just don't like annoying people, I think. Sure. They all have their faults. <laughs> so but much la- easier but- to understand Damon and to guess what he's gonna do than someone who's gonna just be manipulative like that. Right. Yeah. 
But Laris is pretty straightforward in his evilness. Yeah. I guess he's evil. I, evil is such a strong word to say what he's done. But okay. he did just, I mean, Harwin's, a, Harwin's a grown-ass man, okay? Yeah. And he's saying father. He's like, father, uh-huh. I'm going to die in here. Ugh. He's basically that little kid. He's like Luke and Joceris right now. He's trying to get to his dad. To his dad, yeah. He was also just heart. trying to get out of, of the room, too. I think he was trying to wake his dad up. Well, he was on the other side of the door. The, the, my impression was, I'm a little kid right now, and I'm frightened, and I'm dying. Oh. And his dad was trying to get to him. That's why uh, Lionel was like, you know, I'm going to go save my kid. Oh, see, I thought it was the opposite. I thought Harwin was trying to wake his dad up mm. and, like, knocking on his door so that he would get up and out. Mm. That's just how I see it. Why didn't you read the subtitles? <laughs> <laughs> um we had uh, B-Word at Peterson 85 on Twitter says that Laris is looking for power and he's looking for people in high places to need him. And so he had Allison's ear and now Allison is um, – Allison owes him. I mean, yeah, or she could just say what he did and haven't gotten rid of. She doesn't seem like that kind of girl. It's because she can use this situation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she's really that mad about it's it. It too, can be nipped in the bud immediately. Right, but it's too good for her. And she says... Exactly. He That's says, the key. That's the key. Lara said the queen had a wish. What servant of the realm wouldn't, wouldn't. serve to fulfill it? Yeah. I'm just a servant of the realm. Right. That, now all the that blame. That fake talk where the, you're the, you guys are in charge of the realm and my life is in servitude. And yeah. Realm, the <laughs> yeah. My life. I give my life to the realm. Littlefinger oh always God. says that. He's yeah, like, for exactly. the realm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay. Um, it is too convenient for Allison because now she gets her dad back. When we saw a glimpse of him in the trailer for next week. <sighs> I have a little flag I'm waving with Otto's face on it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to have Otto back. <laughs> Me neither. I bet Viserys is going to feel similarly relieved. Yeah, but he can't. The thing that was nice about Lionel versus mm-hmm. Otto is that Otto was always trying to, fl- everything had a little bit of a flourish, you know, on this sure, day yeah. of all days, yeah, you know? Yeah. But Lionel was just. So you don't like that? <laughs> Lionel had nothing to say. You're just like, mm. okay. What if they were both as honest as Lionel, but one had the flourish? <laughs> yeah, right. What would right. you pick? Probably if I was if I'd I go, if I'd, I was Viserys yeah. specifically, yeah. I would probably pick the flourish. I'd go with the flourish. Yeah. I'd be like, I, I'm straightforward enough for everyone. What kind of flavor do you know about? He's like the white heart, <laughs> clicking his fingers together. That's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I'm looking forward to come back and and honestly, Allison versus him making Otto look like a saint as far as the high towers are concerned. I know. But I don't think that, based on the trailer we saw for the next episode, which I did watch, Hannah made me watch it this time, um, it looks like they're about to be even in some way, mm-hmm. in some kind of shittiness. But Autumn's also been exiled from court for a long time. It seems like that's where he always wanted ten to years. be. So he's a little mad, I would say. I wonder how much, well. Visiting was done. Visiting. Was, I'm sure tons. They have kids. Right, I was going to say, I was I was about to say, this is such a silly question, but just the, he's been in of consistent course. contact yeah. with Allison. He knows exactly yeah. what's going on from yeah. her perspective. And I doubt Viserys has never like not spoken a word to him again. Of course. Yeah. So it's all way too serious. I just always assumed that back in that day it was like out of sight, out of mind with people, kind of. Well, I mean, that we, we'd only be so lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it doesn't seem like that would be the case since you're having a bunch of kids together. Right. But at the same time, the king could just be like, no one talks to me. That isn't mm-hmm. <laughs> these people. Right. And it's awkward for Alice. She's like, that's my father. These are our kids. He's like, no, he cannot visit. <laughs> he's technically not even a grandfather. He's banished. <laughs> yeah, he's banished because I fired him from the job. 
No, that's fair, though. I, I want to shout out Miguel Sapochnik, who is going to be leaving as showrunner now after this season. The season's already done. For the way that he directed this episode, and there were so many long-take tracking shots during these really intimate moments, and he usually does that for action mm-hmm. and warfare. Yeah. And instead, this was a really domestic episode. And it seemed he turned that same sort of uh, idea to capture like a fish tank where there's never a shot away from it you're just looking at it and that's what it is and that's um how do i talk about this i'm not smart enough to really say it but when you're using a bunch of cuts when you film something and you have a bunch of cuts then it's really forgivable because you just cut right before someone looked at the camera exactly every time but this was some drawn out acting and when you do that it really holds people in the moment and it was really cool when they did that on Watchers on the Wall episode, or when they did it during the Battle of the Bastards. The list goes on. But to do it during a Rhaenyra childbirth, right when we were being reintroduced to Rhaenyra, brilliant. The sound. And it was really good. It was brilliant. And it plays to that, the thing that stuck out so clearly in my mind and when we're talking to George over the summer and just the way he writes his stories is that the battlefield is... There you go. Is... In within the home and in the family and these like interpersonal things and in the childbed, that's what Rainer's mom told I mean, her. People are dying, so yeah, I'd say that's a battlefield. Yeah, that's at this what, time and all times really. That's what Emma said. This is your. Yeah. That's your yeah. battlefield. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna have a sword in your hand, but here we are. And so I think that that was a brilliant thing to do. I don't know if we've turned the volume up higher this time around, but I did not catch just the sounds in the room mm. as Rainer is giving birth. It was so We raw. have the same sound bar. I know we so do have the same sound bar. I can't say for anything. For God's sakes. <laughs> the same sound bar. It was so raw. It was so raw. And I I I it was an, an amazing introduction to Rainera and it was shot really well. I just like the tracking shot on that battle versus exactly. the actual steel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a different yeah. kind. The whole thing is so intimate. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, all the sort of uh, looks and uh, considerations and vibes about having to go meet Rhaenyra or Allison um, from the the maids that were helping, from Lenor, mostly on Emma Darcy themselves. Like, mm-hmm. it was just very subtly carried out. And I just, I, it was the for me the best part of the episode. Yeah. Because it just seemed on a level above everything else. I totally agree. Yeah. It, it made me think a lot. It didn't remind me of, but it made me think a lot about, you know, when John and Daenerys hook up for the first time and T- Tyrion is outside the door and he kind of gives that look. Oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best they could do that season with what they, ha- you know, that was like a very weighted moment. But I was just it's thinking. Ship. <laughs> right. I was just thinking, imagine and think about John and Daenerys coming together but in the way that we're seeing the drama play out in House of the Dragon, oh, yeah. just the oh, the so subtlety right. and yeah. the intimacy and the well, looks, they won't they, yeah, and, then all of a and the everybody's involvement in that, and Tyrion trying to manage the situation. Um, I was just thinking about how cool that's going to be to see to read that and see how that You're comes so right. together. But yeah, it's just one of it's the strength of Fire and Blood and A Song of Ice and Fire and George R. R. Martin's writing is is. That and Miguel brings it to life in a way that yeah, we're that really going to cool. miss. That was cool. I, I guess other people are going to be good too. I'm all sure. These, all these new writers and producers are so good on Hot D. It's been a 10 yeah. out of 10. Who would have known that women could write such good TV episodes? <laughs> 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 but seriously, they've been smashing. Everyone's been smashing it this season. And, and it's next just episode better. looks nuts. 
Does it? Yes. Did you not see the trailer? I tried to look away as much as I could. Well, that's one of our questions. We can't, you can't, you, <laughs> can't plead you, the fifth. You read, the, you read that question. <laughs> okay. Our last question that we asked this week and that we always ask is what are your predictions for the next episode? So, what are your predictions for episode seven, Drift Mark? And I want to read. Spoiler, at straight alert, Savage I know Cold. what happens, but keep going. <laughs> I can't wait to be back at Driftmark because it was beautifully shot in episode five. I'm thinking we will see some strategizing between Rhaenyra, Damon, Corlys, Rhaenys, and Lenor, plus a lot of dragons. Probably. All I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I would say probably. It looks good. We get a bigger Vermax. We get shots of uh, Rhaenyra and Damon back together. I'm so amped on those conversations Dude, it's gonna make people freak out it's, if only they made them wait a season for it but I, I get it i get it <laughs> auto's back there's I no mean, time to waste yeah auto's back um vagar is uh dragon riderless and we didn't see and Cor- pissed off yes so what i think aemon because the aemon scene sorry happens. what are you about to say to us <laughs> you about to spoil it no i was saying i think the aemon it was in the trailer aemon Yes. The Amon scene is coming, I think, next week. Uh probably, yeah. And yeah. we I haven't think, seen I think definitely. Rain we Hopefully. Haven't, we haven't seen Rainies and Corlys. Oh, we know it Corliss. was cuz they it was during the funeral. Yeah, it was yeah. In, we haven't seen Rainies and Corlys um in a, in a in while. A, a week, yeah. And so we get to get back to them and then we get the classic OG trailer scene of the knife bowl. Oh yeah. From now they see as you are. Yeah. Dude, that's that's gonna be so it's cool. Gonna be Especially if so... people actually are watching. I know. She's so poised and all of a sudden I'm, I'm acting crazy. That's gonna be so cathartic. It's gonna be really Wow, really finally good. some content for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of content for you in this episode. Yeah, this yeah. was good. Yeah, the Damon Damon just Damon, in general. Yeah, <laughs> the conversation between Damon and Lena. <laughs> <laughs> your face you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome so we're gonna get I mean like we love episode se- episode 6 we're it's gonna good. love episode 7 yeah it's good I'm looking forward to seeing it's it it's good it's good and uh, I'm just not a fan of Allison anymore. me neither I'm I not. was I super was I, I super was that's why I wish that's that's what I'm saying is that's and I was I think I'm that's still a fan of her dad though for you, it's hard not to be until next week, maybe. Or he has a little bit more night. polish than Allison does. It's Subtlety, just, it's just when people get when they feel like they're owed something, it's awkward, even yeah. if you're right. Just being like that about it, there's honestly just die, just die instead of being like that. I wish we could have seen a little bit more of Allison spiral down into it, it kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. But I guess we have all the context we need. We don't need more context. We get it. We yeah, get, we, we get it. We get it. But you're right. It was kind of black and white. But there was a whisper, like I said, whenever Laris told Allison what he did. Or when she guessed it, rather. Right. There was exactly. a whisper of that old Allison that I completely am on the side of. Exactly. I'm not even on the fence. If you're, If that's who you are, then I'm on your side. But if you're going to try to make stuff bad for everyone, when it could just be okay otherwise when we could muddle you're, through you're rocking the boat yeah i don't i don't support that i don't support that Aegon looks a little more kingly though you know you, you you've been talking a lot about Aegon. all right keep going <laughs> now now go <laughs> now go <laughs> if if that Aegon actor they'll probably age him up mm-hmm. you know yeah if that Aegon actor carries out the fire and blood Aegon. that's what i'm saying my god that's gonna be good that's what i'm saying we were talking while we were watching this episode mm. about 
just the fa- the family dynamics are con- yeah. the family dynamics will continue to escalate. Mm-hmm. Probably season two, right? It's got to be. I'm thinking um, uh, for all you book readers out there. I'm thinking Storm's End will be episode one. How nuts is what a that good way be? to come back? <laughs> I'm so excited. What a good way to come back. So they'll probably age him up. Yeah, they have to. Or in another year, they'll be aged up themselves just naturally. Right. Or he'll just need to, like, put some time in the gym and bulk up a little. Then it'll Is look that how older. you age people up? Maybe. I know about some PEDs you could put them on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe mm-hmm. that's, that's enough. <laughs> Viserys, I mean, Patty Constantine continues to to knock it out of the flipping park. He is the star of the show in every scene. Yeah. He, I say this every week, he makes me LOL. The way he delivers his lines, he's hilarious. He just knows. He just he's, he's, gets he's it. He's a good actor, and he gets what's going on. And it seems like he probably, along with the director of the episode, helps set the vibe of whatever scene that they're making. Completely. Which makes everything so much easier for people, I'm sure. I'm obsessed with Viserys. At this point, okay, this is a great question. With all of the other actors in mind as well, at this point, who's your favorite person to see on screen? Mm. To me, you're asking yeah, me? Yeah, to you. <sighs> My favorite person to see in, on screen in Hot D. Honestly, I really liked Aegon in this episode. That's what I'm saying. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're making fun of me for keep talking I'm about with him. You. But. I'm with you on that. I liked Aegon quite a lot. He's a twat. Mm-hmm. Such such well, that was well edited, but also well acted. Um, I am liking the new Rhaenyra pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the ability to be so sweet and pretty and also so mean. Mm-hmm. Just, just there's a lot of depth to that. It makes a lot of sense. Her, her and aging up, aged well in in in. Makes a lot of sense for Rhaenyra too. It, yeah, canon wise. Yeah, for sure. Um, just Lionel, I think for some reason I have this weird, um, warm feeling toward characters in this universe where they don't act like they're in this universe. Yeah, where yeah. they're just straightforward, nice people, which is I think a really dumb way to be, probably. But anytime they're like that, for some reason, I just graft onto them. Because so, of Ned? Leave me alone. <laughs> Ned acted dumb. Ned, Ned shouldn't have shaken the boat. But True. the reason why I think we weren't annoyed with Ned is because I was 12 years younger. Mm-hmm. There's that. Uh, and I liked uh, him from Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and other things that I've seen him in. And we're new to A Song of Ice and Fire, period. So we thought he was the guy. Yeah, plus he had a big, fat Valyrian steel sword and gave his kids wolves. Uh-huh. So I really liked him for that. <laughs> But he's doing a lot of the same thing that Allison really is, the the shake in the boat kind of thing. I think that it's more okay because there was such a fellowship between him and Robert. It kind of seemed like he was having Robert's back a little bit. For sure. Because they were buds. They were what Viserys wants his kids and grandkids to be. They were what Damon and Rhaenyra are if they just would have been brave enough to kiss each other. <laughs> All those years ago. <laughs> Robert and Ned. Yeah. They just would have been brave enough to follow through with that. But yeah, um, I have seen an image of Rhaenyra and Damon walking side to side from behind. And like I said, if we had a whole season to build up to that from this point forward, like if it was S2, episode six, it would be even crazier. But I understand we got to move a little bit quicker. People's attention spans are shorter. And there's a lot of story to get through. And this is a generational story. So I understand why we need to get through 
the people that man, are alive. I miss but it. man, it's going to be powerful. I know. I, I already mean, miss people it. Are, people are going to people are going to feel so good. People that uh, don't even listen to shows like this, that are just watching it for fun, that don't really keep up with it, don't care, will never li- read Fire and Blood. They're like, when they see those two together, they're going to be like, yes, get that girl. Get that girl and all those people. It's just a shame the casualties that happen. I know. Uh, based off of I grudges. Know. I know. You know, and that's really the, the meat of this story. And I think it's a great story for all of us in America and the world to see because... Obviously, there's birth, death, and betrayal that's built into our human lives. And uh, FAB, or sorry, Hadi's doing a really good job of showing and continuing to remind us about uh, birth being a battlefield just as much as actual battle and it being a constant and a necessity to continue literally life itself. But all the other stuff, too, um, is just as real and interesting to see play out. I like it. It's great. Yeah. Like I said, I already miss it. We're on the downward descent of this, which makes me feel really sad. Yeah, but it's not the final season or even the second to last. This is a new beginning. Yeah, but we're going to have to wait all year. We're going to have to wait all year. I got so much other George books to unpack. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. And I'm I got excited. other books we're to gonna, read, too. <laughs> when we get to get back to Fire and Blood after this, which is going to be really fun, mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to continuing the story with the context that we now have these characters have come to life in a way that we could only dream of honestly the same thing happened uh back in the original game of owns Mm -hmm. with um the uh you know the original series Mm -hmm. and the way it played out with reading chapter by chapter through the book reviews and it it was a really fun and interesting way to navigate through this fantasy world and uh thanks to the universe for providing us with another opportunity to do it through something that i don't think we all thought was ever going to really be able to happen again no but uh, everyone's been really thoughtful along with the process. And it's just we, we're lucky that it's lined up in those ways. And uh, it looks like it's going to keep lining up in those ways. Yeah. We uh, don't have any more questions, do we? Nope. I think we got through all of them. And so I want to point out to everyone that the question about Laris, there was almost an overwhelming. What's the word? People overwhelmingly said the same thing. What does Laris want? Right. I, I was scrolling through our responses on Instagram. Almost everyone said chaos. Chaos is a ladder. Chaos. Well, huh? everybody, chaos, power, and little finger vibes is which pretty much what it, which, you know. Is chaos. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. United. Unfortunately. It seems like we're all united. Yeah. Which is why I asked, does anyone like the greens? Well, and but that's also what I like so much about Laris is that it's so obvious. Because even though most people side with Rainier at this point, it's still not that straightforward, you know? It's not. I mean, I know that there's strong opinions, but it's 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 gray for a reason. Laris is the first really, like I was saying, evil guy. Evil is a strong word, but he's a blatant bad guy. And now he's on Allison's side, so. If Rainier had done what she's doing with a husband that didn't know the wiser... Then it'd be a different story. She's not betraying anyone, but an antiquated idea of everyone has to follow the rules unless the person that's in charge, unless if the person that's in charge decides not to. Well, she's about to be in charge. Exactly. And if we all stop paying so much damn attention to it, it would be okay. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I don't know. I disagree with that a little bit, but. What do you disagree with? Well, I just think that. It's like we were talking about earlier. I think that because she's going to be the one in charge, she has to adhere to some rules that are you're not right. fair. No, obviously you're right. 
But that's what I'm saying. That's why this is so great. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> my, a funny situation. My opinion changes too, day to day. And so. If Allison had been nicer about it, then I have a more, I'd have a more even thing to say. So if, I, even I'm being tempted and, and, and colored by exactly. people's actions. If we had episodes one through five, Allison. I have nothing to get from this though, guys. Right. I just think she's being unfair. <laughs> Totally. Well, thanks to everyone for writing in your responses to our questions on social media and writing in your own on Sunday night when the episode aired. We're going to be doing more of these prompts for the rest of the season, and we'll obviously have something bigger to do. Maybe there'll be five or six questions Ooh. at the very end of the season. Who knows? But um, I like these little ratios, and that's not the word I'm looking for. Is it ratio? When you find these percentages— Oh, yeah. Statistics. Statistics. Demographics. This please, is a math podcast. Please keep uh, giving those responses back to us because that's useful information moving forward. And we're not selling this to HBO. We're giving it willingly. Exactly. <laughs> keep that in mind. We're doing, it, we're doing it through the mouthpiece first and then it eventually gets through to HBO. So right now, uh, we're going to read your owns. I hope that you guys have rewatched the episode if you've had time in your personal lives to do it. And hopefully you liked as much as we did. You have exactly a couple days before the new one airs that you can talk to us about this one like it's the last episode that exists which is what we're doing right now so bring on sunday night let's do these zones oh my phone battery lasts long enough to get through these because there was so many of them too let's start first over on instagram we've got benjamin adgate who says own to agan the exhibitionist second of his name from may jernigan art own to helena for speaking dreams and own to emma darcy for that insane opening and own to baby Joffrey. He's so cute. He's my baby. Now I will defend him <laughs> with my life. Lord Commander Tom Snow owned a Viserys for somehow still being alive after the time <laughs> jump and still alive for episode True. seven. Flexi Jaber owned a Rhaenyra giving birth and then walking up the stairs like a boss and bleeding ev- everywhere. True on that. When I saw the stairs, I was worried. And the blood dripping after her. Powerful. Let the, let the blood fall out, though. But the stairs, I, I was know. like, oh, no. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> also owned Allison walking in on her son jerking off in the window and pays no mind to it. <laughs> Lauren Maselli owned to Lara Strong. I can't wait to hate that man. Paige Boyer 9, my own 100% goes to Lena, who's the baddest bitch there ever was. Tears streaming down their face. Emoji. <laughs> Nancy Gilman, my own goes to actor Ty Tennant for giving me everything I need to know about young Egan by the way he holds his hands in the dragon pit scene. <laughs> <laughs> also, just a quick shout out to Ty Tennant being David Tennant's kid. That's so cool. Who played Doctor Who and uh-huh. also so did Matt Smith. That's so cool. I'm just saying. Uh, there's really nothing deep I to I can't that. escape Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Jessica Johnson Denton owned for this week's episode Viserys fawning over grandkids that are in fact Lionel's as Lionel stands right there. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah, Him and Lionel nice. actually are close when that they're watching sweet, them play actually. in the yard. Yeah. That's actually well, but, really nice. Yeah, but Lionel's mad about the fact that those are his grandkids. You know what? Let's just soak it up for yeah, a Yeah, you're right. Though. You're right. Yeah, this he is likes the Viserys. Stuff. Viserys <laughs> likes him. Their grandkids are playing in the yard. For a moment, everything was okay in the universe. This is the stuff. And Matthew Charles Chase owned to Lena Blaren for chopping it up with the rogue prince. She does chop it up with him. She, like you said, sort of domesticated him for a little bit. But also being so annoyed at everything exactly. that's happening across exactly. the sea also domesticated him a little bit. From at Beauty Brienne on Twitter, Harwin and Lena get owns for being totally fine and having nothing wrong with them at all and being totally happy and alive. <laughs> we, one of the things, sorry, we're going on our own, but something that a lot of people said is that we just didn't have enough time with either of them, with Harwin and Lena. They were such mm-hmm. strong characters. Mm-hmm. Their kids are going to be them. around, though. I know, which I'm psyched about. I think that's part about. of the point. Yeah. yeah. At the Bear Air, own to Lena for going out on her own terms. 
as Shane Lisa owned Lena going on her own terms and Damon not making the same choice as Viserys. At Fox and Brambles, my own is to Laris because he was playing a very long game with Allison and showed her who the true player is. Geo's reviews on Twitter own to Laris for being entirely frightening. Dude killed his father and brother like it was nothing and had freaking Allison in tears over it. At Nom de Plume for the third week in a row, someone call a rat catcher, own to the Red Keeps bad catcher. I'm staying away completely from all the rad stuff, everybody, <laughs> until it's time. At Entertainment, own to Helena, who is a dreamer. Hashtag close an eye to get a dragon. Hashtag hot D. Hashtag house the dragon. Jason Alden, lone wolf guardian. My own is to Rhaenyra for liking strong men. Winky face emoji. Uh, another own from Abby Brienne, also owned Helena for existing and living her best buggy life. Hashtag <laughs> I'm not going to read that, Brienne. <laughs> <laughs> At Azora High Five. Own to Lena for domesticating Damon. At Crash 2018, I'm going to say 2K18. Own to Strong. He pulled off the best betrayal scheme so far and caught Allison in a jelly yard. I helped you. Now you owe me. Net. We have no choice but to stand. Careless Coy, own to Helena for being a dreamer. He'll have to close an eye. In a whisper on Twitter, Sir Harwin owning my heart and reproductive organs when he was holding the baby. <laughs> Please tell me how that works. <laughs> Rob McDonald owned Hilaris, building into the superstition of Hall and playing the long game. Tongueless men tell no tales. There was another own from Crash, owned to Crispin, who sucks but stayed hot after the time jump. Is that your burner account on Twitter? Uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Crispin was not as much of a hottie in this episode to me. I tried to tell you last week. I know. Week. I'm sorry. I was uh, blinded by the way he slicked his hair back. I get Leave it. Leave me alone. No, I get it. But it, it wasn't doing it for me either. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I... It's fine. You can like who you like, but I'm just saying I like Kristen too, and he just wasn't he wasn't doing it. At It's a Snare Thing, my own this week goes to the Dragon Pit. I need to know more about how the Targaryens become dragon riders. Please, Hot D. At Erica Kiana, owned a Harwin for being dad of the year. He just wanted what's best for his kids. At More Litigation, owned to this man getting cast as Viserys. Margot Sedai, owned to Lena for capturing my heart from the beginning and going out like an absolute badass. Hashtag Dragon Rider. At Black Madness 317, owned to the look Rainier gave Lena when he asked, was it dreadfully painful? <laughs> At Little Wolfbird, owned a hot D for giving us what the sand sand content, sorry, for giving us the sand sand content we always wanted, but for anti-own for killing Harwin, owned to boss women and making their own decisions. At Ferraria, Princess Rhaenyra gets the own for telling Lanar to bring his sparring partner to Dragonstone. We'll need all the swords we can get, right? <laughs> At LMG9410, owned to Vagar for giving Lena mercy. Dragon emoji? Fire emoji. At Connor Targaryen, my own goes to House Strong this episode. Lionel for continuing to stay by Viserys' side and give him the best counsel. Harwin for punching Christine Cole's yeah! face as many times as he could. And Laris for putting an end to both of them like it's no big deal. Hashtag curse of Hall. Matt Lucas, Harwin Strong, being a giga-chad. <laughs> but when we like, Matt. At Westview, Wanda M. Owned to Lena Valerian for dying on her own terms and by her beloved dragon's fiery breath. At Abba Owned to Rhaenyra and Damon for winning best hair in Westeros. <laughs> Never a hair out of place, no matter the situation. Hashtag true Targaryen Car- tresses. Hashtag hot D. Also owned all the magnificent dragons, especially the tremendous Vagar. It's about time we got dragons of various sizes doing what they do best. Dot, dot, dot. Soaring and grilling. <laughs> At Black Madness 317 again, disowned to the show for not giving us Elena and Rainier friendship. Frank Bum on Twitter, owned to Vagar giving dragons personality and emotions when she refused to burn Lena, and to the CGI artist managing to convey both with 
an entirely digital creature. What are you saying, Frank? <laughs> that we didn't actually film dragons? <laughs> what are you saying? Forge and Fire Princess Rhaenyra saying F you to Allison and walking the child to court for his viewing. Oh, man. I feel like we could just restart the podcast right now and talk about that opening scene. There was so much texture to that. From Kathy Tieto. My own goes to Larry Strong for abusing Allison's confidence while wiping out his own father and brother, ensuring his own inheritance. Hashtag patricide. Hashtag fratricide. Hashtag hot D's little finger. At Danny gone bad. Vagar for being huge and perfect and beautifully ugly and literally smarter than the rest of them put together. Ain't that true? In a whisper, again, one more. Ama owning Viserys' heart. It's obvious she still does. At Matt Cuddy, own to Mushroom for apparently being right about everything but not getting any acknowledgement in the show. From Asawaf Quotes, they tweeted us a gif of Harwin Strong reacting to Radera walking into the uh, the hunt uh, with blood on her face. He just says, own to the strongest. The look that he gives her in that episode? Yeah. Man. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Noah at Geese 3, own to the maester telling Beesbury what everyone is talking about LMAO. I, I think the triarchy is actually very <laughs> Anna Flax is 90% of my own to Lady Lena getting her dragon rider death. The rest of Princess Helena's weird bug girl energy. I'm here for it. At Missy's Castle DR1, own to Helena for having an eye on the future. Hashtag we have another dreamer, y'all. Hashtag dragon dreams. Hashtag, oh, sorry, shout out to Kate Mitchell for saying come out and face me, Drehar. <laughs> shout out to you for remembering the best moment of the series so far. Kelly Brown on Twitter, own to Viserys' last few strands of silver hair hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Uh, heart player in Egan's Song of Ice and Fire says own to adult Lena's actress we only got one episode with her but she was stellar and absolutely proved to be blood of the dragon and own to Harn for being a good father even though he couldn't say he was out loud a good man right until the end Kay Michelle at My Bell Martell own Elena for going out on her own terms it's a popular one at Ali Wonderland 262 own goes to the green faction for inspiring my Aria list. Allison Hightower, Lara Strong, Kristen Cole, Otto Hightower. At White's King, the Night King owned Aegon for spreading his seed across King's Landing. Alex Establishment <laughs> owned to that door, which appa- is apparently the strongest thing in that castle. Headphones Neil owned Laris for Emperor Palpatine level plotting while signing like Jack and Agar. Basically, if Tyrion stayed Lannister and succeeded Tywin. Hmm. At the Polycrafter, own to Vagar for doing the most difficult job of all. Scott Glennon, the own I think goes to Lena. Poor Vagar. You could tell she didn't want to do it. At Aiden Evans 2002, own to Vagar. She really could have had a nice life in retirement with Caraxes and chilled out in Pentos forever. Man, that dragon riding scene of him going through the fire was cool because of that and because of the blocking, because mm-hmm. of them saying hi to each other casually as they race through the sky, but also when you think about what that's going to be in the future. I know. And how it's going to be not like that. I know. Yeah. Cheeps, own to Lionel and Harwin. Hashtag how strong. Not the rat Laris, though. Big own to RIP Lena and hashtag Vagar. All these hashtags have emojis attached to them. Mm -hmm. Even how strong on Twitter. Talk about the power. I'm sure we felt their emotions through the screen. At T Lux, own to the generations of rats who survived and multiplied for 10 years. Anyone calling pest control. Dunno bookish. I guess, says, owns the Greens. They're also wonderfully chaotic, and the show would be dull without them. People hate them, but we all know it's true. 
Own to Amon for being a bullied kid and that look in his eye. My boy gonna wreak some havoc. <laughs> Jenny Weasley gif. Leave him alone. From Flourish and Blots. <laughs> that was so good. John Mack. Own to Vagar for trying to reason with Lena about no take backs. Own to Sarah Hess and Michael, oh, Michael, Miguel Sapochnik, sorry, for some bold decisions and knocking the time jump out of the park. Everything was chef's kiss, except for cutting Damon's girl dad talk. Own to House of the Dragon season one for making us feel like we're already kicking off season two. Yeah. Emily Gillian on Twitter. Own to a disturbingly good sound design. I dropped my headphones for Nera, dropped her placenta. <laughs> hey, that's what you were <laughs> that's saying. That's what I was saying. Emily said it way better. E. Hart, own to Lena Valerian, the hottest dragon rider to ever live on our televisions. She owned us all for making us fall in love with her in one episode and then taking charge of her own destiny. Travis Coles, at Straight Savage Cole on Twitter. Holy shit, what an episode. My own was going to go to the dragon pit, though it's going to go to Westerosi Strongwine that can be depended on for a few hours of peace and oblivion. And our last own, mostly shout out, comes from Careless Coy, who says... This is the stuff, Lionel. <laughs> Sometimes we'll sneak into your Twitter accounts and just t- retweet, retweet you. <laughs> what you said. <laughs> if we liked it enough. That's Isn't our... that what Twitter is for everyone? Of course. Though? Those were our owns from all of you. Thank you so much for continuing to send these in. We only have a few episodes left. And something Hannah and I have been saying to each other is we got to play this up. Soak up the last of this because our football season is almost over. I know. The Super Bowl episode 9 or 10, depending on how it is this year, is on its way. And we only have a handful of weeks together to share in these experiences and to really play it up until we get reminiscent for it. I'm already getting reminiscent. I don't want to be. Episode seven. I, not me. I'm moving. I'm feeling the moment and moving forward. Good. Okay. If you have any Damn. thoughts, feelings, etc., or your owns, or just hilarious memes that you want to share with us, you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, by searching for Game of Owns. Instagram is popping off, so come hang out with us over there. Hannah's most proud of that because I it's am. all of her handiwork. Yeah, I am. <laughs> We've been getting a lot of a lot of. Uh, great responses to our questions on instagram so find us over there and um we'll be back on sunday night for i believe it's called the lowlands i might be wrong i saw a tweet that said that i could be completely reading fiction off to everyone hannah's nodding that's what it is yeah, you, you unlocked your phone looked at it for one second and put it back down again i was like did, how did you already check it uh, because it was one of our questions i thought Episode it was your phone seven. background <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was I like you, your phone background drift mark Oh. Episode 7, Drift That's Mark. completely wrong. Where did I see that? It did seem like a strange name for an episode. Anyway. <laughs> Not as strange as We Light the Way. <laughs> thanks, that's true. Thanks for fact-checking us. We'll be here on Sunday night. We'll be asking for your owns. And all the same stuff is going to be happening next week. And we are a thousand percent dialed into what's happening right now. Like We are living, breathing, and all the other stuff that human bodies do. Fire and blood and hot D. And... Uh, we're also going to be there in New York for George's event. So if you're coming to that, say hi to us. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. Hannah, you got anything else? I'm just, I'm having a great time. Me too. So let's keep hanging and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye.